0: listener production. Wall Street inches up after November, inflation data comes in line.
1: And Australian investors are expected to get off to a cautious start ahead of their mid-year budget. I'm Ryan. I'm Craig.
0: It's Wednesday the 13th of December. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Craig, one of the big events of the week has happened. The US inflation data has been released and it's broadly in line with expectations.
1: Yeah, look at the headline rate of inflation. There was expected to fall from 3.2% to 3.1%. It did. We can give a tick there. was expected to rise 0.3% for the core measure in the month and 4% over the year. That's, I think, what US investors are doing, giving this one a tick.
0: Yes, we did see an unexpected lift in the monthly headline number, though it was up mm. by 0.1% in November. Markets were expecting a flat outcome the same as October. And we did see US consumer prices pick up in November on increases in housing and other service sector costs. So that has led to markets having a think about the outcome of the US Federal Reserve, which is due tomorrow morning. It keeps inflation stubborn enough to thwart any Federal Reserve interest rate cuts anytime soon. So the expectation tomorrow is for the US Federal Reserve to be on hold. But of course, if you look at some of the underlying inflation data that we saw last night, it does remain a little bit sticky, particularly in in the services sector and housing sector in particular, and it does underscore the choppy nature of getting inflation back in line, particularly in the services sector, which the Fed has zoned in as it is in its last mile of its inflation fight.
1: Yeah, you look at shelter prices over the year and the 6.5% transport services up 10.1% over the year. Used cars in in the latest month were up by 1.6%. I don't know what was going on there, and new car prices down by one tenth to 1%, but as you say, it's the services area which uh, central banks are honing in on.
0: Yes, and one of the measures that the US Federal Reserve looks at is the so-called supercore measure of inflation, which tracks the cost of services, miners, energy and housing. That rose 0.4% in the month. That followed an increase of 0.2% in October. We've seen progress on the inflation front. Mm -hmm. Overall, it's down from a peak of around 9.1%. But of course, getting it back to 2%, which is the US Federal Reserve's target, will be the most difficult part.
1: Yeah, this is the hard part, isn't it? We can easily get it down from levels like 9 down to 4, 5 or 6. But yes, you know, so getting it down to 2% is the the hard part. But certainly the is making progress. That will be acknowledged by the US Federal Reserve uh, later tonight. But as you say, interest rate cuts uh, are still some way off the earliest, probably mid-2024.
0: Yes, Jerome Powell is likely to continue to guide that rate cuts are not being considered but will not be substantially pushed back on a market pricing. So what we saw last night is markets pair back their pricing for a rate cut in March Mm -hmm. and instead the focus is now on a rate cut in May. So 77% chance according to pricing of a rate cut in May and we saw the 25 basis point rate cut for March Pricing went down to 44% from 50% after that inflation data. So that was the key news last night. What we saw on the back of that is the Dow Jones with less than two hours left of trade is up by 111 points or 0.3%. The S&P 500 index has gained 0.2%. And the tech-heavy Nasdaq up by 62 points or 0.4%. Looking at the bond market, the 10-year US Treasury yield is down four basis points to 4.2% and the two-year Treasury yield is down just one basis point to 4.72%. So the inflation data came in broadly in line with expectations. That was reflected in the bond market pricing. But we did see, of course, those hopes for a rate cut in May 2024 that did lift sentiment, particularly in the share market, Craig.
1: So far, we've got something like eight out of the 11 industry sectors are uh, higher for, for the day. Uh, so that's an encouraging development. Uh, in terms of some of the stocks that move, um, uh, cloud services company Oracle, its share price down around about 12% at the moment because revenues has missed expectations. And we've got some of the uh, oil companies which are lower because of the lower oil price, uh, Exxon and Chevron down anywhere between 1.5% and 2%
0: and one company that has topped the S&P 500 today is insight it's jumped 8.9% the most in about 6 years after the biotech firm said a trial of its treatment for patients with refractory chronic graft versus host disease who had received at least two prior lines of systematic therapy met its primary endpoint so this is a stem cell type therapy so it's the top performer on the S&P 500 today now turning our attention to Europe Craig we did see European markets dip on Tuesday mm-hmm with the oil and gas sector losing 1.3% following a slide in all prices on those supply concerns. But we did see the German and French benchmark indexes both hit record highs during the trading session before parent gains after data showed that US consumer prices unexpectedly rose last month.
1: Yeah, we had an 11.4% increase in terms of international distribution services, which is the parent company of Royal Mail. It had an upgrade Um one of the brokers, and as I say, you know, it's up over 11% yesterday overnight. Uh, so the UK um, regulators, the Financial Conduct Authority, is apparently looking at some of the financial firms in terms of um, their fees and charges, and Hargraves Land down, it was down 6.7% in response to them.
0: We saw the continent-wide FTSE Euro first 300 index down 0.2%, and in London, the UK FTSE 100 index inch lower by less than 0.1%, which is a little bit of a surprise because British wage growth slowed by the most in almost two years, and we thought that, of course, there may be some repricing around interest rates in the UK on the back of that. Now, Craig, the oil market is where Mm. it's all kind of happened today as far as commodities is concerned. At the moment, we've got the US oil IMEX price down by 4.2% to 68.30 US dollars a barrel, broadly the last level in six months. What have you made of the oil price situation?
1: It's negative sentiment, basically. And um, uh, the expectation is the US will continue to produce oil. There's concerns about demand around the world and and concerns about um, OPEC, whether they're going to Indeed, yesterday, to cut back in terms of uh, production. So uh, that's going to be way on the energy sector in Australia today. It's going to be good for the consumer durables and consumer discretionary areas of our market as well. Uh, also overnight, yesterday we had a, a gold price. It was only up by $1.50 an ounce or one-tenth of one percent. So we're tracking somewhere around $1,995 an ounce. Uh, iron ore was up a smidgen, four-tenths of one percent. And in terms of base metals, basically a wash there, aluminium and copper were slightly higher, lead and nickel were down around about six-tenths to one percent.
0: Yes, just in terms of the oil market, I think it's worth pointing out that we are seeing robust supplies there mm. and we saw the weekly average of Russia's seaborne crude exports jump to the highest level since July and the US government has come out and raised its estimate for the country's all output this year to by 30,000 barrels a day from its projection last month, to your point. Now, in terms of the market today... You've mentioned the commodity situation. Now, we don't have a lot as far as company news is concerned. Orica hosts an annual general meeting, but, of course, the Commonwealth Bank's Household Spending Insights report is released. The bigger one, of course, to focus on today will be the federal government's mid-year economic and fiscal outlook.
1: And what everyone wants to know is, what do I get out of this latest budget update? Yes, the expectation is they'll provide some uh, more cost of living relief. So that'll be the focus, and there's certainly the focus for the consumer discretionary areas of the market. Uh, the Australian economy doing okay at the moment, shown by the budget surplus that we're maintaining, around about a $25 billion budget surplus Uh, that's being maintained here in Australia.
0: And that surplus will enable the mid-year budget to include about $10 billion in savings, so as the government looks to cut spending and a bid to contain higher inflation as well. So the inflation narrative with the fiscal side of the equation will be important in this discussion.
1: Certainly will, certainly will.
0: Now, as far as the Aussie dollar is concerned, the Aussie dollar overnight has eased a little bit. We've seen some US dollar strength on the back Of the solid inflation data, the Aussie dollar fell from 66.08 US cents to 65.41 US cents, currently trading this morning at 65.55 US cents.
1: Yeah, Joe rated on the uh, the announcement of the US inflation data, but um, it seems very happy in that range of around about 65, 66 cents, but all things can change with the US Federal Reserve decision just to see what sort of um, comments we see come out from that um, announcement later tonight.
0: Well, it's a very important meeting, the most influential central bank in the world hands down its interest rate decision tonight. We look forward to delivering you the results tomorrow. Happy hump day. Bye-bye.